Boxers, trainers, fans, pencil pushers, welcome to another week of the No Decision Podcast. It is I, Wes Ibarra, and my favorite sparring partner, Jared, Joy Villapando. All right, Joy, everybody showed up to the gym tonight. Are you ready to open up? We got a four-rounder. I'm ready. Let's get it on. All right. Let's ring the bells. Let's go into round one. In round one, we're going to crush it with Crusher Kovalev. Unfortunately, our guy tested positive for a banned substance by BADA Vada, thus canceling his uh, big fight on January 30th with Bektamir Melikuziev, a.k.a. Beck the Bully. Hmm. So this was supposed to be his uh, way back after getting ding-donged by Canelo, Joy. <laughs> and by yeah. he, I mean Crusher. Yeah. And Melikuziev is no joke. Beck the Bully is going up in in the rankings in that weight class. Right. So, so this was his first test. Positive, it is pretty much. I yeah. believe, I believe so. Yeah, and yeah, it's it's not good. Yeah, I don't think good. it's not a good look, especially if this is supposed to be your confidence or comeback fight. So, Joy, what do you think of Crusher testing positive uh, according to the VADA or VADA? Uh, it's definitely not a good look for you know Kovalev. So, I mean, you know, I've I, I'm always tired of the the excuse that a lot of athletes say like I didn't know well okay there, there's a lot of there's a lot of process to when you get tested for a banned substance or when you're you would know you know if you're using something banned uh, when you're just using something not natural um, well that's you know that's the thing like you know this was you said it was this was supposed to be a comeback fight for uh, Crusher um, after he got knocked out by Canelo Alvarez, right? Maybe, you know, Kovalev is up there too. You know, he, he's getting up there in age. Maybe, you know, he felt that he's not as strong as he once was when he fought Andre Ward. Uh, he wasn't, you know, perhaps, maybe, he, yes, maybe he felt that he needed a little bit more help, um, especially against Melikuziev, who is climbing up the ranks. And this was supposed to be Melikuziev's, like, pretty much his big test against a Kovalev, you know, Kovalev, who's a pretty good um, veteran of boxing, right? So, you know, if anything, Kovalev, you know, would have probably taken him to school, but Melikuziev is a lot stronger. Uh, it's a lot faster. He's a lot younger. So Kovalev probably thought that he needed help after, you know, he lost to Canelo Alvarez, a guy who is pretty much a middleweight right like he pretty much walks around as a middleweight um and kovalev i believe he's in uh light heavy right wes or yes uh, yeah. so this this fight would have taken place at uh light heavyweight exactly so obviously that's gonna take a lot your confidence away and like you said wes this was supposed to be his confidence builder against Melikuziev, a guy who He's very young, so like you know, this is supposed to be his his come up fight. You know, beating Kovalev would have skyrocketed Melikuziev up there. So yeah, yeah. I mean, I'm disappointed, but again, you know, a lot of fighters will will usually do anything just to feel stronger, younger, faster. But this is not the answer. You know, test. You know, getting tested ban tested positive for banned substance you know just anything that you're not taking naturally of course it's you're gonna get caught sure 
Um, I mean, granted, when you did say uh, on how athletes sometimes say, "I didn't know," right. sometimes it can it can be it can also be a um, tainted uh, meat sample, yeah. right? That right. the doping agency must have just fucked it up somehow. Yeah, it could have been. Uh, but um, of course, we're gonna take the news for what it is. Right. Right. So the the bout is called off. Uh, so for both Crusher and Beck the Bully, I'll make it easier for you, Joy. We'll just call uh, Beck Tamir Milakuzi and Beck the Bully from now on, because that's his nickname. Okay. Um, so what, what 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 are we going to get? Are we going to see it anyway in the future? Because this was supposed to be a fight over the zone, and this yeah. was supposed to be fought in Kovalev's backyard in Russia. So could we see this again, like a reschedule? Like, a, okay, let's... Uh, settle all the legal things first and come back or do you think Melikuziev is better off fighting somebody else same well, with Kovalev well what so let me ask you this who was the one that administered the test VADA uh, and are they uh, I'm sorry I'm not very familiar with them are they a European uh, are you sh- I would assume that they are worldwide they're worldwide okay much, much cool. like much like WADA and um, you know all those other right testing agencies that they have to watch. Yeah. I mean, I only would have to watch. They have to watch basically fighters <laughs> pee into a cup. <laughs> well, yeah, I only say this because I know the Nevada State Commission would pretty much hand out suspensions. No, not not not, not NSAC. Right. No, no, but that's what I'm saying is that if had they been in Nevada, had the fight been in Nevada, I know that for sure there would be a pop, like a pretty lengthy penalty for Kovalev, and sure. I think that would have definitely postponed or not, you know, pretty much canceled the entire fight because then Kovalev would have to serve his suspension. Now, I don't know if uh, this, you know, the company that administered the test does that if they pretty much just keep testing him until he's still he's still negative or like, you know, I'm not really sure like what their process is, but I know for sure uh, when the Nevada State Commission, if there is a fight that's being held in Nevada, they will make sure that like there's also a penalty and some you know there's there's definitely gonna be like a consequence to your actions like you you can't just fight right away well right and in in, in this case with the vada you know vada right uh, the fight is off oh okay cool, cool, cool and you know so yeah i i so, mentioned that yeah yeah so i don't think ago. yeah so i so don't think what i was asking what i was asking is um, do you think so? What's basically the future? Do you think are we gonna get a makeup or are they just gonna go their separate ways? I don't. I think they're gonna go their separate ways. I think at that time, okay, if Melikuziev finds a better or just you know a fighter to go up against, he'll probably climb up the ranks, and Kovalev will probably have to find someone else that you know he can fight. And then at that point, they're probably in two totally different trajectories in their career. So. Sure. Yeah. yeah. Okay, Joy. Just I guess uh, Mark's run. Yeah, sorry. Yes. I, I guess I, I thought that question was, will Milakuziev wait for Kovalev to be cleared first? No, yeah. no. I clearly said what what's going to be future for both fighters. Are we going to get a makeup or are we just going to see Milakuziev fight some both, yeah. or should I say both men fight someone else? And then, you know, there you go. There's the answer. Yeah. But Okay, that's the end of the first round. Second round, Joe, we cannot waste this round. Why? Because the 
topic of this round is Eddie Hearn, and Eddie Hearn doesn't want anyone, let alone the both of us, to right. waste his time. So let's <laughs> not waste any time, okay? So he claims he's making progress with Anthony Joshua and Tyson Fury. Right. Okay. He says, don't waste my time. He says, piss off. He does things to make me laugh, and you laugh. Right. Is he teasing us, Joy, or do you think this is real? Oof. I, mean, I think he's teasing us. I think he's teasing us. I, <laughs> I love Eddie. You know, I think we've we've said that in the previous podcast. Uh, we think you know he's pretty much the best promoter right now. Um, but yeah, come on, Eddie. You're not. It's not 24 hours I mean, that you're making yeah, this he fight. Just, he just landed Canelo Alvarez too, so it's, <laughs> it's, he's magic. Right? Yeah. He's yeah. He there's nothing that he could do wrong right now unless he he can't make the Joshua Fury fight. But, you know, like, I mean, if he's making progress with Joshua Fury, then by all means, like, you know, I don't want to bother you. I don't want to take any more of your time. But <laughs> you better make it happen because this is pretty much the fight that we all want to see, right? This is for the undisputed sure. heavyweight world champion. Um, right. And, I mean, of course, there's also a lot of other moving parts, too. Like, absolutely. Um, the promoters for... Uh, they want it in Saudi Arabia. Um, of course, uh, Frank Warren, Queensberry, mm. um, MTK, which helps uh, brand Tyson Fury, Bob Arum, right. who also takes care of his other promotional uh, ordeals. But uh-huh. yeah, it's a lot of moving parts. And mm. like I said before, it could be literally like Mayweather Pacquiao, where it's like years held off, and then the one time they finally fight, it could just be where no one's, where no one's like, Come on, yeah. really? Now, you know, and then at that point, like like you said, with the Beck, the bully, and the Crusher, both guys could be at different trajectories of their careers at that point. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And they're and they're both they're both north of thirty. Right. Let's let's not forget that too. Exactly. So. And I don't know. I, I mean, I will also say Anthony Joshua has teased retirement for quite some time now. Um, of course, I don't take it literally. I think he is teasing, but. I mean, Joshua, I mean, I could see a future where he's not in boxing, right? He could definitely, he has the face. He's a, he's a good looking dude. Uh, he, you know, he could go in TV shows. He could go into movies. So he definitely has a career after boxing. Um, and that's the thing, right? Like we want this fight to happen right now because these are mm-hmm. two men that are in their prime. So definitely, definitely. As long as Eddie Hearns is making progress. Uh, I'll give him as much room as he, he needs. Well, I will also say, Joy, to bring up that one side note that you had about um, AJ, is that, well, at least AJ, not that not that nobody else um, is aware of this, but it's good that AJ realizes that there is a life after boxing, right? right? And that's what mo- most athletes have to do when they're playing or fighting careers are mm. over, and they got to find a way to uh, sustain themselves, right. whether that's building a business or whatever. Family. But... Yeah, family. Um, But yeah, no. So let's hope that Eddie Hearn is making headway with uh, Joshua versus Fury. Um, Of course, promoters are very good at trying to sell the notion of negotiations to the people. (laughs) But right now, right now, we think it's complete BS, really. Uh, But if you, the listeners, are buying it, let us know. Or if if you agree with us, or if there's some there's some other tactic that you think he's trying to employ. But that's round two. No time wasted. Perfect. Round three. Hola, Miami. 
on February 27th. We got Canelo versus Yildirim officially booked. Joy and I have spent the last few weeks talking about this fight. Of course, not in very high favor, but now that the details are set out. February 27th, Miami Hard Rock Stadium. So that's the football stadium down there. Um, very big, a lot of uh, people, uh, mm-hmm. capacity. Of course, there's will be, there will be limited capacity due to uh, coronavirus procedures. Uh, it'll be carried over the zone. Um, and so it's, Canelo stays within the, the zone family. And as a bonus, he's signed a two-year promotional deal with Matchroom. So mm-hmm. kind of shout out to our boy, Eddie Hearn. But um, Joy, Miami. Mm. Well, what are we thinking about this uh, unification fight in super hot South Beach? Muy <laughs> yeah. sexy. Yeah, yeah. So <laughs> definitely, you know, we've uh, we've definitely spoken about this fight uh, a lot. So, like, I mean, my feelings hasn't changed. You know, Canelo. Like, it's funny because Timothy Bradley has also spoken against this fight. Um, he kind of questions why Canelo would have to fight Yildirim. Um, you know, of course, he's a mandatory fighter. And this is the thing about sanctioning, you know, bodies that pretty much control title fights, right? We're not going to get the fights that we want because there have mandatory fighters that you have to fight when you win the championship. Um, but, you know, it's always great to see Canelo Alvarez. I will admit that I haven't seen a lot of Yildirim. Uh, which will probably, which will pretty much tell you, you know, it's probably going to be a wipeout. But w- the same thing was said against Andy Ruiz and Anthony Joshua, right? But <laughs> I think Canelo is a little bit too, he's a little too good uh, for that. And so, yeah, uh, I mean, I'm excited. You know, any like I said, any Canelo fight is, you know, it's exciting already because the dude is just so skilled. He's He's gotten so much better at head movement and defense, just in general. He seems like he's gotten a lot more powerful as he's gained weight, you know, gone, gone up the ranks. And he's super skilled, you know. He, he can see pretty much a lot of the things that his opponents can see, so uh, that can't see. So, yeah. Uh, absolutely. I totally agree. I think um, that loss to Floyd Mayweather for Canelo was like a big wake-up call on where he has to do, where he has to do, right. and what he has to do in growing up, right. and uh, obviously he's progressed very well in the where and the what. Hmm. Obviously he looks great. He beat a guy that was basically twice his size, pretty much, not yeah. too long ago. Not too long ago. And people were giving Callum Smith a chance to win. Shoot, I I was a. Uh, giving caution to Callum Smith as well, yeah, to be honest. Absolutely. Uh, but, yeah, with that, Yildirim was coming off a loss, and his last fight was back in, I believe, 2019. 20... Right. Yeah. Yes, and he so... lost to Anthony Durrell. So, um, yeah. yeah, we'll see. We'll see. Anything could happen. Right. You know, I guess my defense here will be uh, look up, Ledwaba v Pacquiao. Anything can happen. <laughs> Anything can happen. Right? Not, not, I, I don't want Canelo to lose. I will reiterate that. Right. But, Joy, I wanted to ask you one more thing. So, you got we got your general reaction about it, right? But location. how about that location? Like I said, mm, Miami, muy sexy. So, thumbs up Miami. or thumbs down? That's a thumbs up. I, I feel like the zone... Um, I mean, 
obviously Wes, we we've spoken about this also in the last podcast, right? Like where Eddie Hearn uh, goes, or like where Bob Arum went, you know, Top Rank was was there, and MGM Grand was there, and HBO Sports was there. It seems as though with you know, with Matchroom or like, you know, whatever. Pretty much, I'm not really sure. Wait, Canelo is it, is he signed with Matchroom or is he just kind of? It's for the next. It's for the. It's for two fights. Right. So for this fight and another fight to be named after this one. So, right. uh, you know, if if you are following our show or the boxing landscape um, very closely, that second fight you can make your own assumptions on who that name would be. Exactly. Exactly. So, and it's not one particular name. I will give you a hint there. <laughs> but um, anyhow, yeah. So, what are we thinking about Miami Hard Rock? Yeah, uh, I'm. I'm excited. Like I said. Uh, the Zone and Matchroom do a great job of giving us these, like, pretty much events, like being hosted at arenas or stadiums that we never would have thought of, right? At at some point, we only thought that the only football stadium that could hold these events was Cowboy Stadium, right? AT&T? Well, also there was Alamo right. Dome. Right, right, exactly. In San Antonio. That, that's right. where Callum Smith fought Canelo. Right. And then the um, the explosion of Matchroom gave us pretty much UK based fights, and you know we're talking about Joshua Fury, which could be t- hosted in the Middle East. So I think it's great. I think it's great for boxing because now we're back to traveling the entire world. You know, not every fight has to be in MGM. You know, so uh, yeah, I'm excited. Um, I would like to see another fight in Madison Square Garden, but you know the the last one I saw was Joshua uh, Andrew Ruiz, and I, I don't think there's any that's been held after. But you know, obviously, like yeah. So, like I said, you know, I'm excited to see uh, the Hard Rock Stadium host uh, mm-hmm. a boxing match. Oh, oh yeah. Yeah, no, and I think that will be the first time either man has fought in a big arena outside. Right. So um, I hope it doesn't rain that night. Um, it shouldn't, but because I'm, I'm sure they thought about all of that, right? But um, yeah, no, it's going to be like a football scene. I think that's the first time Canelo has fought in such an environment. Mm. Um, you know, especially in America, that's kind of very rare to come by. Right. Uh, these days, right? Like AT&T is a retractable roof stadium, right. so they could close that thing to make it temperature controlled. <laughs> right. Right. Um, Wembley is a retractable roof, so they could make it closed. Roof. Right. If they can and climate controlled, hence Anthony Joshua. Right. Um, and then you got um, this. This is probably like the first of its kind. So shouts to Matchroom for yeah. putting it all together. And I will say. Uh, it's really remarkable um, the job that they have that Eddie Hearn and Canelo and Matchroom that they've all have done and I know they're going to be having lots of viewers that night it's it's probably going to be a pro Canelo crowd too yeah absolutely yeah I agree and I will say though as Americans joy I will say I think the state of Florida just won all of March or March February February. because uh, Tampa Tampa Bay is going to have the Super Bowl so and if the Tampa Bay Buccaneers reach the Super Bowl, oh my gosh! It's like, it's like, all right, everybody, everybody, move, but don't move to Florida because <laughs> coronavirus is a little right. bit of a. Uh, it's probably uh, 
the Michael Jordan mansion of uh, coronavirus in the United States. Florida is. <laughs> it's popping. It's popping in Tampa right now. It's popping in Florida. <laughs> anyway, that's our. Uh, that's just our uh, shit talk there for that round. <laughs> but yes, Canelo versus Avni Yildirim, February twenty seventh at Hard Rock Stadium in Miami Gardens, Florida. Uh, that will be carried over the zone. Um, Yildirim is a mandatory challenger to, I believe, the WBC belt, but this fight will be unification. Yeah. So a lot of prizes on the line for both men. We think one guy's going to win, but anything can happen. Right. But that's the end of round three. And actually, before we go into round four, folks, let us know what you think about the location, if it's a thumbs up or a thumbs down, the implications of this fight, and what you think would happen. Anyhow, round four. Last round of the night before we close it up. Joy, you ready? Yes. All right, let's touch it up. Let's hug it out, maybe. <laughs> anyway, we're going to have some fun. So, as you all know, there's a lot of video games over the years that have depicted combat sports, right? Mm. So, nowadays we have the UFC games. Um, in the early 2000s, there were the Fight Night games. Um, in the 90s and Around the start of the decade, there was Knockout Kings by um, EA Sports. You also had uh, Punch-Out, and then I guess there's the more cultish WWE games. And, uh, <laughs> EA Sports also had an MMA game, too, where it was just like all kinds of MMA fighters. Not UFC in particular, but MMA fighters. So, Joy, you and I have been playing these games, types of video games, since we were kids. Um, you know, I we both pretty much played it all you know playstation right. xbox whatever um punch out was a little bit ahead of or behind us right at that point but and same with the um, knockout kings but what was your favorite fighting game and why so just pick one okay and why just do you think one. it's the best okay yes well i grew up with fight night round three uh fight night round three was you know it had the golden boy the delahoye cover um and i feel like yeah like it wasn't like a, a simulator like the it, the the physics the physics of the boxers definitely didn't match a lot of the the, the real styles the, the real fighting styles of some of these boxers which they changed uh in later iterations of the game but i loved it because it was so much fun um there was uh like my favorite thing was me and my brother's favorite thing was like when you parry uh a punch from your opponent like they seem to like put their hands down and like they can't block and then you could just throw savage combinations. Um, yeah, you could throw like a ten puncher yeah, yeah, yeah. right back. Exactly, and so if you had it on easy mode, it's twenty. <laughs> exactly, and so it was a lot of fun. It, it was definitely the game that um, that made me and my brother f fall in love more with with boxing uh, because we couldn't, you know, pretty much just box it out every every weekend. So stepping into you know the virtual ring was a lot more it was it was more fun because uh like i said uh, the game wasn't too serious it didn't take itself too seriously there was definitely a lot of uh a lot of uh things you wouldn't see in a boxing match or uh in a in a 24 7 um like you know your <laughs> your trainer could be free and he could just be wearing a tank top and he'll he'll train you in his personal gym in his personal training room but um 
yeah, yeah. I, I just love that game. It was so much fun. I, I wish I get another copy. I'm pretty sure the, the copies right now are like really expensive, but I would probably buy a copy of Final Round 3. Pay $15 on GameStop for Xbox 360. Ooh. Possibly cheaper. Possibly cheaper if you can get it at like those used video game stores. Yeah. And side note for not only just you, Joy, but also the listeners. Uh, Manny Pacquiao, the way he's depicted in that game, if you keep if you leave that mental image in your head for too long, you're not gonna be able to sleep and you're gonna have nightmares. <laughs> <laughs> e- EA never got Pacquiao's like this right. Let's just let's just say that right now, Joy. Yeah. 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 Um, yeah, it was definitely fun. Yeah. yeah. I was thinking about this, Joy, uh, for me, and I really had a hard time picking mm-hmm. because um, we have a couple of those different series at my house. Um, though I wasn't very good at this one, my sister was. I actually enjoyed uh, UFC. Is it three? Uh, I believe it's either two or three. Okay. Yeah, but she has three. one of the more later ones. Yeah. Um, I heard three was actually, the best one. I actually enjoyed, I enjoyed that more than Fight Night yeah. Champion or Fight Night Round Four. Yeah. Though I will say the physics on that game were unrealistic. <laughs> like for example, if you had the Bruce Lee downloadable character, if you roundhouse kicked like Conor McGregor or something, and you knocked him out, Conor McGregor can go full helicopter <laughs> and land across the octagon somehow. Right. Oh, it's the fun of the game. Well, yeah, I mean, I underst- we also got to realize that it's a little bit arcadish, but at the same time, UFC was my favorite because uh, it made you actually, like, okay, like, you can master blocking and, you know, Floyd Mayweather in your, your way through fight night, yeah. but try, try get it, not getting uh, tackled to the ground by Khabib Nurmagomedov or, yeah, yeah. Uh, you know, getting, I don't know, elbowed by John Jones or Conor McGregor. Yeah. Or, you know, uh, try not to get mauled by Ronda Rousey, right? Right. Or maybe not get caught up in the look of Michelle Waterson and you're not paying attention and boom, she knocks you out. Right. Lol. That's just my side joke there. Don't don't get mad at me, fans. <laughs> but um, <laughs> it's because it was such a different discipline. And yes, we grew up with boxing joy, but then again, it's like watching that game, you had to kind of like figure out and learn other fighting styles too because in mma it's more than one like you could have a guy that's good at boxing and wrestling at the same time Mm -hmm. while his opponent is good at kickboxing and jeet kundo right right and it's like oh my god (laughs) who's gonna win the puncher or the the kicker (laughs) you know so that's what i that's what i like and also like the the venues the graphics granted i am comparing two different systems right like yours was at the highest 360 and then mine uh, it could be xbox one um ps4 ps5 and um is it series x or whatever it's called the new one Mm -hmm. yeah well there you go so i understand i'm comparing two different games so it's obviously two different resolutions but at the same time i kind of liked watching ufc a little bit more right um or watching gameplay of ufc a little bit more uh but when it comes to the real thing, I prefer to watch boxing. Let's just make that clear. Okay. Uh, but yeah, um, that was my favorite. Fu- that's my favorite fighting game. Of course, uh, someday I want to try out like Knockout Kings or uh, Punch, Punch Out. out. <laughs> uh, Joy, I would love to have you join me if Ooh. I ever get my hands on those games. Absolutely. Doesn't matter. 
uh, definitely maybe share it with you all the fans. But speaking of you all, um, pencil pushers, boxers, trainers, fans, let us know what your favorite fight meme was. And again, no wrong answer. No Everybody wrong answer. likes what they like at the WJ gym. Right. And don't be ashamed to say you like WWE. It's all good, bro. Or <laughs> sis. It's all good. <laughs> it's all good. So, yes. Um, okay, Joy. That's the end of round four. So, you're round, fight night round three. I'm UFC. Uh, do we have any closing remarks or any boxing related items you wanted to share with the rest of the gym before we close it up tonight? Uh, no. That's pretty much it for me. No? Okay. Well, everyone, thank you for coming to the gym tonight. Hope you enjoyed working out with us, making the rounds with us. Um, we're closed now. You don't have to go home, but you can't stay here. But for what it's worth, you can always come back next week. Why? Because we got a fresh training set for you that week. But until then, for Joy Villapando, I'm Wes Ibarra. Have a great night. Have a good night.